This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at Lifeway Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources as well as huge camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. Welcome to another episode of our Known Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Prawl, and we are beginning a brand new month of study here with this particular session. This is a topic, it's called Purity Matters. We're going to spend the next four sessions talking about the topic of purity, and not just sexual purity, although that'll be a part of that. We're going to talk about purity as a lifestyle. And as you're looking, leaders, at this particular topic as we begin this unit, you see that this is a known study. just want to highlight on the very front end what we're trying to do with this study is help your students understand that living a life of purity can be an avenue for them to be able to share their faith and make their faith known. And so we're going to get into that as we get into these sessions and and talk through this. As we begin this whole unit of study, I've got a guest in the studio with me. And as I have been uh, for several of our other podcasts, I am uh, at centrifuge at Jeunesse Park up in Northern California area. And I've got Kelly here with me who's going to help me talk about this topic of purity. And I'm going to have Kelly just take a moment and introduce herself. Kelly, who are you? Hi, my name's Kelly and I am a single mother. I have three teenagers. My oldest son is 18. My other son is 16 and my daughter's 14. I am a volunteer leader at Crossroad Church in Irvine. My heart and my passion is for the youth. Well, great. Kelly, I certainly appreciate you taking the time to help me talk about about this particular topic. And, you know, kind of as I said on the front end, we're going to talk for the next four sessions about this topic of purity. And our first question this week, Kelly, is why should I be concerned about living pure? And from the front end, as one of the developers of this unit, I just think this is really important for students to hear this message of purity, sexual purity for sure, but also just living a life of purity that honors God. Uh, before we even get into these in these sessions and these topics and these life principles, from your point of view as a, as a female youth leader, why do you think this topic is important for students? Um, I think this topic is important not only for students but for everybody because that how you um, handle your purity can can hand, can change everything about the way you handle everything in right. your life. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to be kind of all over scripture for this first session leaders uh, and you'll notice that we do that from time to time. Sometimes we've got just four verses this time we're in three different books looking at a variety of scriptures. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 15 and 16 with this life principle that God calls you to it. God calls you to live pure. Uh, Kelly, as you look at those verses, what do you see there that helps us get to that life principle? Well, as you said, God calls us to be holy. So we need to be holy. Um, as Christians, we're supposed to be striving to be like God, to be like Jesus. So it's important that we try our best to, um, to be holy. And as you work with students, you know, you know, Peter says in here to be holy as I am holy, you know, coming from God. As you work with students, how do you help them understand what that means? What does it mean to be holy? It's very difficult for kids to to grasp this concept, but really it's to just to be set apart, you know, living for God, not conforming to the way the world thinks, but to really just um, to be set apart, to do what God asks us to do. And for a lot of the students that we work with, why why is that so difficult to live that way? Because we're um, enmeshed in, in the media, everything around us, the world tells us the exact opposite of what the Bible tells us. Everything is thrown at us. Um, it's... It's hard to be holy in a world that is not 
Right. Holy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, our students are bombarded with all kinds of images and thoughts and sounds and movies that portray anything but holiness. Uh, you know, one of the things that we're, we've discussed in other podcasts and really applies to this particular session and this particular life principle is that you know this this call to live pure really comes out of a desire to please God and a desire to be obedient you know when when God says here you know i want you to live a holy life it's not mm-hmm. it's not a suggestion i mean he's really wanting us to do that right absolutely we're going to move from there into that second life principle, Kelly, um, in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 11. Uh, you know, we like to turn to Proverbs, especially in topics like this, because there are a lot of nuggets of wisdom in Proverbs. This second life principle is that your purity is a testimony. What do you see there in Proverbs 20, verse 11, that helps us see that? Well, it's, it says even a child makes himself known by his acts, by whatever his conduct is pure and upright. So we are identified as um, by our acts, by our purity, by our conduct. So we, if we're children of Christ, then we will know by the way that we behave, by the way that we act. Sure. You know, and one of the things in this life principle says your purity is a testimony. I think for a lot of our students, when we talk about testimony, they think that's just something they they share, Mm -hmm. you know, verbally about their faith in Christ. How can we help students understand that just their lifestyle can be a testimony as well? Um, Well, because we're always under eyes People are always watching us, right. especially as Christians. We're under scrutinizing eyes. Always, people are always um, trying to look for for anything. And if we behave in a way, if we if we are pure in all of our thoughts and all of our actions and everything we do, then we're really setting a good example. That's the best testimony we can give. Right. And in this topic of you know being concerned about living pure, you know, one of the questions that's in our leader guide for for leaders for you to ask your students and discuss with them is, does your testimony match your reputation? Kelly, what's that mean to you? And, and how do you think students are going to respond to that question? That actually, that means a lot to me. Um, if you, if your passion matches your actions, then it, it speaks volumes to those that are around you. If you go around and you say, don't do this or, or don't do that, but then you're, you're contradicting yourself, then that's where the questions arise and people want to accuse us of being hypocrites and stuff like that. You don't, you don't want that. Reputation is really how you act as well as what you say. Right. And again, leaders, this is a great time to just kind of inter, you know, intersperse in here that you know, this, all these life principles can certainly be related to sexual purity, which is going to actually come you know, as a focus in the next session. But this whole idea of living pure and our purity being a testimony can also relate to you know, abstaining from, from alcohol and drugs. And, yes. and as, as students see those things happening in their peers' lives, that it is a, it is a testimony. And as Kelly was saying, that you know, if students are, are walking around their schools you know, proclaiming Christ and saying, hey, I go to church, I'm a Christian, and yet their peers see them hanging out you know, Friday after school or, you know, Friday night and they're drinking or whatever, that that is a conflict in our reputations. And that's where that conflict comes from. We're going to move into that third life principle, Kelly, which I think really this whole idea, why should I be concerned about pure living? This is a really a big focus here. We're going to go over to first Timothy chapter four, verse 12. Uh, This is a a verse that many of us are familiar with as we work with students, Mm -hmm. but this idea that your purity is an example. Uh, What do you see there in first Timothy four 12 and how does that relate to our purity being an example? Well, it starts off by saying, don't let anyone despise you for your youth. And I think this is important for why we use it with our youth is because it specifically states, (laughs) you know, don't let anyone despise you for your youth, but I think that um, people have an expectation of kids that they're they're supposed to be rebellious. They're supposed to go off. They're supposed to be able to experience life. And I think that um, we need to to emphasize that it's not that they are 
able to live a pure life just because they're young doesn't mean that they have to be wayward. Right. This is a really important verse. I think it, it will really help the kids to be able to understand that they can, um, no matter where they're at, they can live a pure life. Well, and that example obviously is, isn't, you know, that, that purity being an example to their peers. I mean, that can also be an example to their parents yes. that may not know Christ. It can be an example to their teachers, the to their bosses. I mean, it, it really overflows into every area of their life as they're talking about this whole aspect of purity. I think another thing that, that falls into this area of purity that we haven't touched on is purity of our language. Um, right. uh, I know that a lot of students are known either for or not you know, for their language, some of the things mm-hmm. they say. How can students' language in this area, how can we encourage them to use their language as an example? As It's very difficult for the kids nowadays, be, or well, in any days because they're with their peers, their peers um, are their biggest influence, you know, and I, from my own personal experience with my own kids, I'm growing up, my boys played football and (laughs) we know how the the football talk is in the locker rooms and stuff. And even being around them, just going to watch them play football. I hear it all the time coming out of these kids mouths and it's important. You know, the, the kids, they know who the, the Christian kids are because they, they try to, keep themselves in line, but you know, where they slip up once in a while and, but it's, it's really important that they, um, try their best to, to keep their speech. Yeah. Pure. And that is a great example of, you know, the sports and locker rooms, uh, you know, as I've coached uh, students that that is a, a big, a big hurdle for a lot of our Christian kids and leaders. That's one of the questions in our wrap it up section. What makes it hard to live a pure life and really explore that with your students um, in all these areas, language, media, you know, things that they're watching, things that are coming in their lives, sexual purity, you know, just discuss those, that question, what makes it hard to live a pure life? And then recognize that there in the student materials, we do have some help to some guidelines that we can give to students just to give them a practical list of ideas of ways to live a a pure life in front of their peers. Well, leaders, as we're wrapping this one up again, our question is, why should I be concerned about living pure? And our three life principles are that because God calls you to it, that your purity is a testimony and that your purity is an example. And the point this week is that you're called to live a holy life. So go back and and reemphasize from that very first scripture passage, what it means to live a holy life and drive home that point this week. Join us again next week. We'll get specifically in the topic of sexual purity. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) 